1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: So we got a big slate in college football today. Or not today, but this weekend. Sure do. And... Highlighted at least kicks off to me, and I think to both of us, a very intriguing matchup. Ole Miss taking on the Kentucky Wildcats in Oxford. That's an early game, sir. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Correct. Uh, Kentucky is coming in, obviously having taken care of business all the way through. Ole Miss has done the same thing.
3: Um, and so we have a little bit of a battle of undefeateds here, do we not, Jason Smith? We have a battle of undefeateds. In this case, uh, we both talked about it off uh, off air. Ole Miss favored. Now we would certainly say, in terms of what Ole Miss has faced this year, you wouldn't say it's been the stiffest of competition. In fact, you mm-hmm. you would make the case that this is the first real test yep. for Ole Miss, which is you know got that run game, obviously a bunch of transfers under Lane Kiffin. Yeah, fairly impressive. You've taken care of business, but now we get to really see what you are because I think that's the that would be the story of Ole Miss. We don't know yet. We don't we don't know how good they are because uh, frankly they haven't been tested. But that will change this week because this is a real Kentucky team It's gotten stronger, uh, bringing back the SEC's leading rusher last year who had a little bit of NCAA trouble early in the season. He's back along with Cavassier Smoke. Uh, we talked about uh, the the play of Sto- Stoops and where he's got this program right now. They went down into Florida, and I know maybe that win doesn't look as good as it used to based on what Florida's done since it beat Utah, but that's still a good road win for Stoops. This is a solid top-ten Kentucky team that I think will – I'm surprised that they're catching this many points.
2: Yeah, so uh, Lane Kiffin was was having his uh, weekly media thing, right? And, uh, and he, he basically lamented – Attendance, uh, the Grove, and, and what the environment has or has not been. This is Lane Kiffin on the issue of attendance at Ole Miss home games. You know, when you come back out
4: and you run out the tunnel, and it looks like, you know, a high school game, um, playing in a college stadium, you can't let that affect you. I mean, you know, there's psychology to that. Obviously, there's a home field advantage for a reason, and you know, when it goes the other way you kind of have that feeling, you know, that, man, are we still really playing in a game here? You know, the players have to fight that. So, again, we use that as a learning lesson for our guys. So, if that's the case, that's the case. But, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm worried about what I can control. I've tried social media in here for two years. So, you know, we'll worry about what we can control, and that's getting our players ready to play.
3: How
2: about that? Even at Ole Miss.
4: Well, your home games have been
3: Troy, Central Arkansas, and Tulsa. So how up are they going to get down there? Mm-hmm. And we already know what the, what the Grove is like, you know, that situation. Mm-hmm. But then you give them, a, you know, those three home games, how excited do you think they're going to be? And especially if you're comparing it to a situation like we saw in Tennessee and Knoxville that's happening at the same time, they're beating Florida and people going crazy up there in that atmosphere. Some people saying they've never seen anything like it. And so you're you're not at the same stage of season, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know why you do this. I guess you think, okay, before Kentucky, I want to make this a home field advantage if I can. Let's stir the fans up and tell them we really need them. But there's a better way to do that, it feels like to me. Because now, if you mess around and lose this this game, which I think is very losable, despite the fact that you're favored in it, you lose it and, and then they add to it, okay, you're picking at the fans now, too. Well, that's just a you know distractions and stories you don't need if you're Lane Kiffin. I, I just I don't get the, I don't get the way he went about it. Like I've tried, I just can't get this atmosphere to be any bit. No, yeah, I don't. I, you went about that wrong. It feels like to me. What say you? Yeah, is so, it a good call out or no?
2: No, I well, I think what he's clearly doing is he's trying to emphasize to his fan base, hey, this ain't Troy, this ain't Tulsa. Right. This is Kentucky. We're both undefeated. This is a major game. But they're smart enough to
3: get that, though. It's I, almost
2: a slap in their. I think so. But I, it doesn't hurt. To in get the, the face the nudge. of them, knowing what an important game is and what important games aren't. I, I think it's. I, I think he's just trying to make sure, you know, hey guys, this is not the weekend to stay out in the Grove and be getting, you know, white boy wasted. Right. Get to the get to the stadium and you know <laughs> let's let's have an environment against this good team that's coming in. Um, Dan Wilkin did weigh in on this and he said, I understand why this is frustrating for but it's an entertainment product, and socializing in the Grove is a huge part of the product Ole Miss are buying. Up to him to change that, not the other way around.
3: Well, my thing is Lane didn't put this schedule together. My guess is this one was already much like we've seen with the SEC teams, Power 5 teams, your schedule's set for years to come. And so, you know, I'm guessing that most of this was already done before he got there. That said, though, Ole Miss, fan, you beat Kentucky down there be the top-ten Kentucky team and see what the atmosphere is going to be like. They'll go crazy down there, as they have before, as they had when they knocked off Alabama under Hugh Freeze. Like, they're capable of that. But to say they should be, you know, at a top level right now when you've played a home schedule like this ridiculous. I think they'll, they they recognize what a big game is down there. They can put the, the drinks down uh, to get into the stadium for a big one, and this is a big one. They'll recognize can that.
2: They serve, can they, they serve beer in the stadium? Do we know?
3: Does, does that, I'm sure they serve beer in the stadium. My whole they like the you know the mixed drinks, whatever else they're carrying out in the Grove, man, the stuff you've mixed yeah, up, like the that, cocktails like, out there, yeah, yeah, the heavy stuff, the, bro,
2: the straight shots, yeah. You know, I, have you been to the Grove? No, I have been to the Grove. I went to the Grove when Memphis played at Ole Miss. God, when was that? Forever ago, probably
3: 2000. The party's part of it. I've always understood yeah. that to be the case.
2: And it was. I mean, that's. I mean, it it it, it was that. I mean, it was just a big party. So you know? how
3: do you come off that and then get rowdy about Tulsa? Well, just cuz you're just rowdy in general. No, you get rowdy for Kentucky coming what in. Well,
2: what he what he's trying to say is that it it shouldn't matter who our opponent is. That's what he's trying to get it at. It can't
3: always be like that. That's stupid. Well,
2: he's well, yeah. You know, Alabama, and he, and
3: he should know that though. Well, Lane's been around the block enough to know that he feels though so, full full arenas, full, he, he, full stadium. He, at least he's trying
2: to put out the, the 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 sort of image that we should be on par with the Alabamas of the world, the Tennessees of the world, where every game is a, is a is not just a you come here to party in the Grove, you come to the game and provide an atmosphere. No, I think you, I think you wait
3: until after the Kentucky game, and if it's still bad after that one, if you've lost the game, you didn't get much. Then you go at him with that, say, "Hey, you could have helped us out." But when you're doing it against what's been a uh, a schedule that hasn't tested you one bit and nobody get excited about any of these three Troy, Central, Arkansas, Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could have played that car a little bit later, or you could have played a little bit smarter before here. Anyway, all it's going to end up being for him is probably a couple of bad headlines. My guess is because again, even if he loses to this top 10 Kentucky team at home in a favored spot, they really going to be bad at lane. Does the seat get any hotter? No, they're, they're, they're happy with what they got because it's a, it's more than just a party. It's, It's competitive football down there. Yeah, no. And and, winning Egg Bowls so far.
2: I I think, um, you know, this is going to be something that uh, in four months we're going to revisit, right? Because Lane's going to be looking to get out because he doesn't feel like the fans support the the program. He's going to look for. Um, There's only
3: only so many places you can go up from. from I agree.
2: But maybe he makes a lateral move. You know, I could see him I could see him using this as an excuse to make a lateral move. So I don't know where that would be. Obviously, we don't know what jobs are going to be open, which ones aren't. Um, but I, I do think, generally speaking, in college football, right, what, as a casual fan of most college, like, I'm just me speaking for me, what would make me want to go, right? I'm 31. I have a family. I'm not going to party. So, for me, it really would be I need to, I want a good matchup. You know, I want a good matchup. I want two sort of evenly matched teams where there's a pretty right. good chance that it's going to be competitive and fun. And yeah, like that's what would motivate me. So, I understand it ain't easy wherever you are to get up for squash matches Tulsa, Troy, et cetera. Just like we saw this weekend in Memphis, they were playing North Texas, 23,000 people came to the game. We can say it was about this, it was about that, it was about this, it was about that. At the end of the day, if you don't have a good opponent coming in, it is harder for people to get motivated. 100%. Like I bet that environment in Starkville for Bowling Green was not exactly electrifying,
3: right? I mean, and why would it be? Well, I mean, the, the only reason I'm saying this is he lays it out himself. He says, control what you can control. Yeah. Well, give him the win. Beat Kentucky. Uh, to, to Walken's point, I suppose you pointed out to Walken. I guess he said, I don't have it in front of me, but that that's my whole thing. Beat beat number seven Kentucky. I'll bet you'll create an atmosphere, the kind that you're looking for from these folks. Again, it, it's the matchups. It's a combination of those things. Ole Miss fans know what a big win is and what to get excited about. What I'm reminded of is, is what Hypel just did. Mm-hmm. Give those fans something like Hypel just gave to Tennessee fans a win over Florida that they care about. You know, in this case, yeah, beat a top-10 Kentucky team. They'll care and they'll give you the atmosphere that you're looking for. I don't understand again why you're playing this card beforehand and talking about controlling things that you can control. Well, this is the stuff that's out of your control. This is the you need to just be worried about the wins. The rest of it will come with that.
2: Oh, you know what, people? Uh, <laughs> again, no idea of true, but Nebraska Lane was born in Lincoln, and that's the, that's a place you never have to worry about attendance. Don't know if he'd do it. Don't know if that's in his wheelhouse. That's a very hard job. But if he is disenchanted with the uh, – because I bet he feels like, what do you – what are you not entertained? That's where he, he's coming at this like Russell Crowe in the Gladiator, bro. He's like, are, you know, everything we've done the last couple years at Ole Miss – having gotten Matt Corral.
3: And again, you're, you're, you're a god in Oxford. You're a god at Ole Miss. For I, It feels like to me, however, even if you pick at the fans, for however long you're there, mm-hmm. as long as you're winning Egg Bowls, you're not that if you're – not even if you played for Nebraska. We just saw it. You lose up there, you underachieve, they'll run you up out of there. Mm-hmm. I just think you lose some of that status. When you go over to Nebraska, that John, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get back to the days of yore. They got expectations that they should be up there as a national title contender that are probably misplaced at this point. But those will be there. Yep. The expectations just much lower for him. And if he wants to turn up the pressure cooker, go ahead and go. But you won't. You won't have the same kind of power that you got. When you're walking the streets of Oxford,
2: well, that's true. I mean, and 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 again, the expectations are yeah, almost thing.
3: misplaced. Expectations. Well, because when you we are, should be national, you know, title contender caliber, like we were back in the day under Osborne and those guys, the right. old days. In, any coach that's considering that, they have, I mean, quality of life is a big piece of. Ole it. Miss will never expect that from you. That is true. To be that kind of good. That that is true. I mean, they so, will. So you're Cush
2: if you know. if, you, if you if you are willing to. Um, you know, you bring an electrifying quarterback, win eight games, beat you know Alabama once.
3: We'll get you a butler and anything else you want, biggest house in Mississippi, helicopter. Yeah, buddy. but Lane Lane's frustrated though. You that's very obvious. He is frustrated by that. He, it it's, makes it. it look like a high school game. It's too
5: small town for him. Let's be real. I've got good news for you, John. Uh, sources from Ole Miss tell me not only do they sell beer in the stadium, they sell seltzer. Okay, yeah. Is that his high noon stuff? Is That's, that what that is? Uh, yeah,
2: okay. your beverage. Well, the, the Simmons Bank sells that. That's all I need, baby. Oh, yeah.
3: you know you what go. I'm
2: saying? So I, that 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 might be a you know it's 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 probably past time. It's probably past time for me
3: to you know make an appearance at the uh, at the old Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. You're getting there. You know, it sounds like you ready. It sounds like you're ready to get in there 11 a.m. and watch this team yeah. beat tumble down. I like the 11 a.m. start better than right, you can the have a full rest of your p. day. Uh... Would Riley like that though?
2: No, I don't know. That's the tough one, man. That's I think that's probably gonna be a non-starter. if You I'm think being honest. you know?
3: You think twenty-one thousand just be too loud for?
2: No, it's not that. It's the it's the four-hour, you know, commitment. Now nobody can question Dude, my nobody. When, can when question. you have a
3: baby, you can leave early. That's literally the excuse. But see, if I go, I want to stay. What are you talking about? You just go to the third quarter. Why you got to stay to the bitter end? You spent your mem- dollar, you can leave whenever you want to. You've come, you've 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 done your dude duties to the University of Memphis in terms of support and everything mm-hmm. else. Leave when you want to, and especially when you have a young one, you leave a little early. That's that's the excuse. What you going to sit there and watch four hours of Memphis beating down a bad Temple team for? Yeah, I hope you're right. You just Um, get Riley in there and get the experience.
2: Nobody nobody can possibly, not even Lane Kiffin can question my commitment to, to, uh, to attending home games for the University of Memphis. I was there against Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl, all right? I was there. And do you understand how freaking miserable that day was? You don't remember, right? It was so cold. It was so cold in that stadium, dude. And then you you know you
3: telling us about it?
2: you had to I had I bought for the first time in my life, I bought hand and foot warmers just so I and I remember like they were slinging them there. I was like, ah spit pay whatever whatever it costs because I can't you know the wind was whipping.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was brutal. Are it was we brutal. are we
3: soft football fans? It's either too hot or it's too cold. Well, yeah, right. I think those are true two true statements though. There is nothing so, so are we soft when it comes to football our football fans.
2: Well, I think we're soft when it comes getting to, to the elements. I think we're soft when it comes to weather. Yes. I think we are soft when it comes to weather because we do very poorly when it rains. We always get in car accidents. We do very poorly when it snows. We always get in car accidents. We do very poorly when it ices. Uh, a lot we all, trees we trees. always get in car accidents. And then if the sun happens to pop out, we also still get in car accidents. So any kind of weather at all really throws us for a loop in Memphis.
5: You know, I, I think that we tend to make a lot of excuses in Memphis about why. But I, I think that if you look at the TV ratings, this is one of the biggest TV markets in the country for college football Saturdays. Yeah. We're always in the top ten. We'll get on that couch. Always why? on the top ten. Hell yeah. That That is an impediment. That is a major impediment to getting butts in the seats. I don't care what you're talking about. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss deal with it, too, a little bit. If unless it, unless you're getting Kentucky undefeated, yeah. they're going to have a full house this weekend. Like, yeah. and, and Mississippi State, I suppose, will have a similar atmosphere because they got A&M. But you're playing like... You know Tulsa, Bowling Green, it's just like Memphis. It's no different. We're what are we
3: going to do, Leach? What are we going to do, do this week? You better get this week? one
5: done. You better get this one done, Mike. If you're listening, Mike Leach, them cowbells going to be ringing. You're going to get plenty of help.
3: He's like, all right, man. Bubba. We ain't worry about your yeah. threats. Yeah,
5: you, you go in there and you get your dub. You know what I'm saying? All right, Bubba. That's what I'm thinking.
3: He's like, okay.
5: All right, Bubba. Get your little, your little card out of your pocket and your little pen and call up them damn X and Y plays and let's get it. What do you guys think? Are we gonna right. get A&M I this hope so, weekend? man. They're I favorite. hope y'all can still be the All right, Bubba. team I thought All you'd be. All right, John. All right, Bubba. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Mark is next in line, so maybe around 25 or 30, we're hoping. For. Oh, wow. It, this has uh, been a, that, our live update there a on true the saga uh, there. Yes, Albert's uh, getting it done, y'all. He is next in line. He reports from the driver's facility. Hopefully, I don't know how long the time is to get it done once you get there. Yeah. That is next. But. Um, they must have heard Mark Giannata was in line. They spread that thing <laughs> up. He got right. it quicker. He's busy. Do you Listen, think- Connor got. Uh, they paid for his wedding after he got in there. How about that? How
2: about it? Uh, Ole Miss gonna meet the mark. They're gonna meet. The- they're gonna
5: answer the call this weekend. No, I'm saying they're fans. Yes, Ole Miss gonna. The fans will show up. The team will lose to Kentucky. Contem- Correct. Okay. And
3: that's why you should have waited to play this card about there. What
5: about the – Y'all the, aren't
3: giving me enough fans. That's why you should have waited.
5: Mississippi State, Texas a and Oh, Mississippi's
3: is favored in this game. I know, I know. Thank Missi- Kentucky in the points. I like Kentucky in the Mississippi teams
5: yesterday were favored. So, yeah. What you think Mississippi State will win? You don't. You don't, don't I, I, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm
3: out of it because every time no I placed some faith in you guys, you, you let me down. <laughs> Thank I you. did it against LSU, so I'm getting out. Proof, show me something. Show Leash. me. It's your time. Make me believe.
5: You're like I was on Silverfield before he got it done against uh, Arkansas State. Just you, keep peeling them cupcakes out. You still have your doubts. Don't no, I'm, like I'm fine with it. Hey, don't act a, like a win listen, over Arkansas not, State is. We're we gonna dink you're, our duck, duck dink and duck all the way past Houston now. At this point, I'm convinced. I ain't BSing you either, man. They're gonna, that, keep, they're that, gonna that,
3: keep. That's that passive. That's that passive stuff. You insult the man. Passively.
5: No, hand the ball off and get it done. Let's go. This is what we do. Yeah, hey, you know what we call the
2: run game in Memphis, right? Obama. Because it's 4-4, four, four,
3: a carry. Thank you. 4-4 four, four carries like your 30. What, what did you, you say? You know 39% from three is pretty good.
2: 4.4 four in college is not. 4.4 carry. Yard first per
3: down. carry is
2: good. If you run it three times, you'll get a first down every time. Yeah. Every series. Oh, that's Ain't exciting. Ain't got to pass the ball. That's exciting, bro.
3: Three yards is not doing anything in the threes is not impressive. Anything four and over is impressive, John. You're gonna have to get used to this. This is the offense.
2: Yeah, this is, this is like Newt Rockney. We're running the Newt Rockney offense here in Memphis, man. <laughs> handoff, 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 handoff. It's like the
3: most rushing we've done all season
5: long. I just
2: wanna I just wanna air that thing out, bro. Air it out. Air it out. Yeah, You're not going to see home it. run hits. They're
5: not going to do it. It's home not run, smart That's not
2: what they're doing. Home run hits, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. I want. I want to go back to the days of Antonio Gibson and uh, you know, whoever that was on the other side. High five and down the sideline, bro. That's what I want. You know
5: what's interesting? Last year is when they had games where they were off with their passing game. They lost, like Tulsa. Yep. If they had a bad pass, like if Calvin had a bad game, or they weren't hitting, or they turned the ball over, they lost those games but last
2: I, year. I, like I said, I'll give it some time, and I'll give it till uh. I'll give it till mid-October to see where we're at. Take stock then. See if, you know, we got to change some things up. So, uh, we'll come back. Mark Giannato will join us on the other side. Talk to him about uh, his day, Memphis basketball, IRP, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how to turn the family, ESPN. Mark Giannato is a sports columnist over at Commercial Appeal, host of Giannato and Jeffrey. Getting ready for that show here in just a little bit. Joins us every Wednesday. He joins us now. You have made it across the other side, huh? Uh,
4: yeah five, five, I have five hours left. I, I got I got a license plate for my uh, my new car so
2: as you as you drive into work today Mark you feel a renewed sense of, 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 of faith Civic pride and, 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 and pride in Memphis, correct
4: Well here's what I'll say the people working there are working their butts off It's just like literally there are hundreds of people in line I'm at the, I was at the Mullen station one like by Shelby Farms yep. the clerk's office. There's two people working that work in the the motor vehicle division, and there's literally like hundreds of people in line trying to get tags and whatnot. And so, and like the the two or three ladies working the window, you know, like some of them one needs to go on a lunch break, whatever. Like I totally get it. Like they're working their butts off, and it's like they just feel it just seems like completely understaffed. Given you know, especially given you know, it appears for several months now at least that they are, uh, you know, have been having trouble doing things efficiently. Um, and maybe they can't find anyone to do the job, but, um, that was the problem. It was, it was like the people were working hard there. It's just, there was literally two people, two people giving license plates out essentially for hundreds of people.
2: All right. So, uh, moving on to some other things that are going on in Memphis, um, Memphis won yesterday. I think that is yeah. that is sort of the the, the take.
4: They, they kind of won They kind of waited. They, they kind of waited in like a Shelby County Clerk line they with sure the IRP, yeah. and then came out and won.
2: They did right. Their their win was certainly I think a little bigger than yours today, right? Yeah. But uh, they did I win. Think... So where do you start with sort of the the postscript here uh, on James Wiseman and Memphis? Just everybody sort of has has had their thoughts and their say. Um, you know, a day later, you know, what say you about, uh, you know, the, just the postscript of everything that's gone down for Memphis the last three years?
4: Well, I'm glad that, you know, like I, I had said this several times throughout the whole process. Like, I was just hoping for the more more than the program, more than like Penny, for the for the fans, I was just hoping throughout. Like, I really hope this doesn't result in some sort of harsh penalty because it was not whatever you think happened, none of it was that bad. Even if, even if you think the worst of like, you know, oh, they paid James Wiseman to come to Memphis, which seems, I mean, I don't think that, 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 that is not what exactly happened. But even if you thought that way, given the way the climate is now with NIL and all that, like nothing that happened seemed egregiously bad, even if you were thinking the worst. And what I think, this IARP determination or judgment, whatever you want to call it, showed is that it wasn't that bad, um, and I was just glad that it felt like, honestly, like I know some people are saying the punishment, some you know some national people are like, oh, it's like they took it light on Memphis because they you know stuck the double birds up to NCA, but ultimately, whatever was at the root of this, it felt like the punishment actually did fit. What happened? This was, like, not that big of a deal, and the punishment is not that big of a deal. And so I'm just – I'm happy for the fans more than anything that they can – we we can all just move on now. And, like, they can go to the tournament this year. They still have, you know, still have their scholarships intact. They can – everyone can move on. And so, you know, it does feel like in retrospect now that we know what's happened, Feels like a giant waste of time and money. I mean, to be quite honest, for everyone involved—Memphis, the NCAA, the IRP, whoever—Penny, you know, like it just felt—it felt felt like in the end, a giant waste of time and money. um, For and 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 so, yeah, I think I—that's where I kind of come down. Is ultimately a day later, I'm just happy for the, the fan base, which is such a dedicated and loyal fan base that like it's not another gut punch. And so many times over the years, the NCAA has been able to deal this program gut punches, um, and there's been no recourse. And it feels like this time, you know, ultimately, if there's anyone who took a gut punch yesterday, it's the NCAA enforcement staff because the IARP basically said your investigation, you, you don't have proof of anything. Like, that's basically what the IARP said. You don't really have proof of anything you're trying to say here. That's why there's no level one violation. They went from four to zero, and the IRP, in my mind, basically said, like, yeah, what you got here ain't enough.
3: Is your guess, Mark, that they will come down hard in any of these situations, the IRP cases, whether that's Kansas, uh, Louisville still to be determined, right, I think, uh, LSU? I-, I saw a lot of national reporters saying, well, this sure seems like an indication, you know, the IRP's breaking apart. We know it's going to be defunct. They'll probably come down light on those schools. But but we know it for everything you just laid out. Memphis's case was much different. You weren't even even talking about a sitting head coach in that situation. Do you think they'll still come down hard in some of these situations where maybe it's warranted, or do you think this is an indicator that and see, IARP doesn't have much power anyway, so they'll probably get off light with any of those other schools?
4: Well, I think the my gut tells me that they're probably gonna you know ultimately like I thought if if they say they had come down hard on Memphis yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because they were disbanding the IARP, I I know they said there's no appeal, but like I still felt like Memphis was going to have a decent shot at like doing the end. Yeah, su- you know, I'm with you. You're know, yeah. filing a lawsuit sure. because like how are, you know how are, you you've chosen to disband this thing, but you're going to let them dole out sanctions for yeah. the next year until you disband it. So that that seemed so. There's that part of it, and mm-hmm. I think that will probably dissuade them from doing something major. But I would say the one caveat is, is all the rest of the cases left are related to that FBI stuff. right? And my question is, do they have more proof, if you will? Do they have more stuff? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to have access to whatever the FBI did. Whereas Memphis, you know, Memphis wasn't part of that FBI investigation. It was a totally separate case. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think part of what, part of Memphis's success in this case was that they basically didn't give them anything. You know, they were basically like, you know, oh, you want this? Eh, we're going to drag our feet, and maybe we won't give you everything you need. And, oh, you know, you want access to our kids' cell phones? Well, they they didn't bring their cell phones to the interview. Sorry. Like, it was – and I'm not, like, saying that in a negative light. Like, I was smart. The way Memphis approached everything, you know, certainly in retrospect was exactly how they should have approached it. Um, But I don't know if that's going to necessarily be the same – with these other cases just because, you know, what did the FBI dig up and right. what, does, what, what, does, what does this, I, what do these panels have access to in terms of that? I don't know, but I would still, my, my, my thought is that, yes, I think what's happened to NC State, what's happened to Memphis in these IRP cases I think is going to be, uh, you know, a representative of what all these IRP cases end up with. And I think, in, honestly, I know it's taken a long time, but, you know, like, I, I don't know. If you're Memphis, I don't know if you want to get rid of the IARP process. Like, it kind of worked for you. Mm-hmm. Um, for having some non-NCAA eyes yeah. looking at your case and applying some common sense rather than just, like, doing stuff by the rule book. I, I mean, it's, it, you know, the IRP is a good thing in theory, I think. I think they've, they've obviously, it takes too long and having the, you know, Reinvestigating everything takes forever, um, but this thought that like it's terrible. I mean, I-, I don't know. I thought I thought the way they adjudicated this Memphis case um, would suggest that this is exactly what the schools kind of wanted. They wanted like a neutral party to look at these cases uh, from a more pragmatic standpoint, and that's what happened here. It felt like they looked at what happened with Memphis. Like in a pragmatic way, not like yes, he's technically a booster, so it's against the rules. It's like, well, no, it's Penny Hardaway. Like it's a different. It's Penny Hardaway, and it's in Memphis. Like that, he's not just a booster. Like it's a different. You know, it's a and rather than you know, I, I just think it in that regard, it worked. It, it seemed successful to me. Um, and I'm not even saying that from like Memphis tinted, uh, a Memphis tinted angle. It's just like it's just it seemed like the way they looked at it with more. Um, sensible. It was more like the applying common sense, real world sensibilities to a case. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is in terms of enforcement. You know, it seems like no one's happy with this IRP process. Nobody was happy with the way it was before. Um, so who the heck knows what it looks like. Um, and for that reason, I don't think this IRP, these IRP cases, I don't think they're going to want to be setting precedence with these things. And so that's why I think it'll be, you know, kind of more boilerplate with these other schools. Again, barring like if there's like obvious evidence, you know, from the FBI, maybe that changes things.
2: How much do you think Memphis benefited from the the pandemic and 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 just all of the all of the change and 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 delays and everything that just sort of emerged out of the fog of COVID-19. Like, do you think Memphis clearly benefited from that?
4: I think they benefited from the fact that, like, college sports in 2022 are totally different than college sports in 2019. I just think, you know, with NI, like, the reality is none of this would have happened. Like, if James Wiseman could make money off his name, image, and likeness, Like Penny's not wouldn't need to give him eleven thousand five hundred dollars. I know, like Tennessee. I guess Tennessee technically doesn't allow high school kids yet to uh, make money off NIL. Like some states allow it, some states don't, and I believe Tennessee doesn't. But I don't. I don't know. Like you know, what it just feels like it's all. It's a. I I think what they benefited from more so than just the pandemic is just like, you know. The way college, we, the way college sports is right now, it's like kind of the wild, wild west. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no parameters on what's legal and what's illegal right now. Um, and I, I think that wasn't necessarily the case in 2019 when this first happened. Um, and so, I think you know, like for instance, I, I went back and was reading some of my stuff. that I've written so much stuff on this over the years, but like ultimately like the frame of reference I was going with in 2019 is completely different than it is now, um, you know, in terms of the landscape of college sports. And so that's where I think they benefited from, like, the time. It's just during that time, during these three, almost three years, I mean, college sports has transformed completely, like probably more so than it had in the previous 30 years. Um, And so uh, that's where I think Memphis benefited uh, from just the pandemic, the time it took, all that.
3: Marketing chance we're looking at a trap game here with Memphis football and Temple? You know, they're, they're, this will be their first 2-0 start in AAC play since 2016, as hard as that is to believe. Now, you know, who you've knocked off, you beat Navy, you beat Temple, you're not going to get any, you know, any medals for that. But it's been a while since they've been two and zero in the AAC, and it would set up Mark. It feels like we've been talking about this since the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know that four and one mark on a Friday night against the Houston team feels like now you could beat. Um, no letdowns this Saturday, right?
4: Yeah, well, I think what helps Memphis is that they didn't play very well against North Texas, especially offensively. Yep. Like ultimately, you know, if the if they're if they're coming in overconfident against Temple, like. You know, ultimately, you know, you know, if they don't, if the defense doesn't give them two pick sixes, they lose. They lose to North Texas last weekend at home. So, I-, I think it probably helps Memphis that it didn't play, especially offensively, very well last week. And I think it helps, frankly, if they lost to Temple last Absolutely. year. You know, yes. like it was a terrible loss to Temple last year. Um, now this will be an interesting matchup in that Temple's got to, you know. For this offense especially, because I think that's what the focus is really going to be on because of how, you know, sort of shaky it really looked on Saturday. Um, I believe Temple has one of the best pass defenses in the country and has a really good pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're second in the country in sacks, um, this is, but they're not great against the run. And so, but we've seen this Memphis offense even last week against the North Texas team that wasn't great against the run. They ran the ball better but they weren't dominant running the ball. And this might be a game where, you know, you kind of want to be dominant running the ball. Um, so I don't know if it's a trap game. I, I just think this Memphis team, as you look at it and you compare it to what the, what what we've seen from the AAC as a whole so far this year, um, it feels like Memphis is capable of being one of the best teams in the league. It's also a team that's not good enough to, you know, think it's one of the best teams in the league. Like, they could – you know, they're not good enough to overlook a Temple, honestly. But they're all—they are good enough to, you know, with their schedule, to really I think be in the mix in November for a spot in the conference championship game, because Houston doesn't look as good as they mm-hmm. were projected to be. UCF doesn't look as good as they were projected to be, um, and you get both of them at home. Tulane looks a little better uh, than you thought, and you have them on the road. ECU looks better. You know, I know they lost the Navy last week, but you got to go there. Um, but, you know, all in all, the schedule is not that difficult. Like, it shouldn't be – and and then you add in the fact that I think, you know, again, I think you can lose a couple games in conference this year and still be a contender for that conference championship game. But, in, in general, I, I, I suspect they're going to take care of business against Temple uh, this weekend. I, will they beat that big spread? I don't know. But – I feel pretty good thinking – I think you're going to see a bounce-back game from the offense. Maybe the defense doesn't play quite as well as they did against North Texas. Um, but I, I suspect they're going to go into that Houston game 4-1, and one, hopefully generating a little excitement within the city um, for what should be a, a fun game uh, a week from Friday. Yep. Um, but you're right, Jason. they they got to take care of you – know, they're not good enough to like rest on their laurels against Temple
2: not at all there's not <clears throat> mark appreciate the time as thank always you so man. much brother congrats on getting the tags thank you appreciate yep. it yep he is mark Genato uh joins us every single wednesday here on the show going to be uh on air here in just a minute with giannato and jeffrey
1: stick around we'll come back wrap this thing up on a wednesday jason and john how do you try to this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what
0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. FM ESPN. Hey, hey, rec- Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
3: just simple. My stop been going up like a crescendo. A bunch of handshakes. Homer
2: Scout and Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is in Millington and they are waiting for you. They're waiting on you to come down, check out the lot, see what you like, get you in that new one. It's a good time. They got cars in the lot. They got incentives on all those whips, and they want to make you a deal. So if you are in the market for a new vehicle, whether it's a Charger, it's, uh, whether it's a, it's a Grand Cherokee or a, a Grand Wagoneer or a Ram 1500, go see our friends down in Millington. Go see our man Shaq.
3: It's funny. I was just trying to pull it up. I got an email from our man, James Moore Shaq, yesterday. He said... Hey, Jason, just checking again to make sure all is good with your Grand Cherokee. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Thanks again for choosing us. Here this is two months later. They'll still checking on me. Been back a couple of times to that service department. It's fantastic. Didn't need an appointment to go back, get my first oil change on that Jeep Cherokee. It's like family out there. That's why you need to get out to 7661 U.S. Highway 51 North in Millington. That's where they're doing deals all day long. And Homer, Skelton, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. And that's our man Shaq, James Moore, Shaq, the GM out there. Uh, It's going to make you the deal and then make sure you're still happy months later, as he's doing with me constantly. Check out the selection online at homerskeletoncdj.com. Go see for yourself how the just a bunch of normal guys in the car business changing lives four tires at a time. Congratulations to the St. Louis Cardinals. Congrats, Brad. We
5: got it in. Popping bottles. Hey, my Cub fan didn't want to, he didn't want to give us our, our no, I uh, yeah, told John off air, we got to get it
3: in before we get out of here. So congrats right. to you. Any, any right.
5: thoughts, John, our baseball analyst? Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the Yankees. So that's all that really matters. How far will my Cardinals get in the process? They gonna get past the Dodgers or the Atlanta Braves. They will not. They will not get past either of those teams. He's right, you know. They will not oh, get you past the look at
1: you
2: haters. What's the it's the one game series, right? That's the first one. Well
5: let's see, they won't have to play in the wild oh, that, card because oh, they won the division. Okay, so
2: it'll, it'll be C S then, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Or D S. It'll be yeah, D S. So yeah, you'll yeah. go in the DS. Mm-hmm. But it's still fine. Could be San Diego, right? If it's San Diego, then you'll no, wait. wait. If it's not, if, it, if it's San Diego, I like you. If it's anybody else, if it's Braves or Dodgers, no, no because they won't get them
5: because of their record. So yeah, so yeah. It'll, it, so I don't know. It's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be tough task. So Brad's very excited. Yeah, absolutely. I'm giddy. I haven't well, paid well, enough that's attention that's to that's it. So I, up. We got basketball. To we got, we got important everything. stuff going now. But yeah, yeah football and basketball. But. Uh, I was telling Jason off the air, it is sad because us baseball people, we get buried. It ain't big. That's right. It ain't a big deal. Uh, Thank you for giving us flowers today, though. Yeah, you deserve it. When you clinch,
2: that's part of it. All right. uh, Thanks to uh, Mark for joining us on the show today. Catch him uh, up next on Ginotto and Jeffrey. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. (laughs)
0: WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis with a legacy of sports. His flagship home are the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app and smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN powered
4: by DuckDuckGo.
1: Mid-South Fair at the Lander Center, September 22nd through October 2nd. Go to midsouthfair.com.
4: Tiger fans, football season is here and we want you to catch all the action. For just $45, you can pick any three games with a pick three mini plan. Whether you want Arkansas State, UCF, and Houston, or Temple, North Texas, and Tulsa, the choice is yours to mix and match any three games for just $45 a ticket. For tickets, visit GoTigersGoTix.com or call 901-678-2331 today. Go Tigers Go!
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.